Look in the eyes of my brother. Three. Without shedding a tear. Just slightly premature, but yeah, that's scare me. It came in with some gusto. Oh, premature. Things that I never had. Uh, so um, <laughs> speak for yourself, my <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I've had my time as well, but uh, yo, 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 welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Inform the Honest Podcast. We are four brothers today, we only got three. Uh, uh, much love to AJ, he could be on the day, but we got Marco and we got a dub. Tell holla, uh, say holla to the people. What's holla up, people? to the people? What's going on? Thank you. I don't for know listening. why I said. Say holla, that's not a thing. But uh holla, see you speaking, holla, holla, holla. so you see now you're speaking with a uh, low you're beginning to speak with a lower middle class tongue, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, there's a, it it'll vary throughout the episode. I'm sure I don't I don't I don't, I don't appreciate this uh <laughs> this, this speaks about my finances. Uh but no. Um we are brothers from the middle of the neighborhood of Gary Vienna. Uh, that come together to talk about this thing called life. No matter where the conversation goes, we pride ourselves on being forthright, vulnerable, and always the most of all. We try to be honest. Not try to be. We prioritize being honest. And so, uh, yeah, fellas, uh, before we before we hopped on the recording, uh, A-Dub asked me about uh, what kind of laptop I was using. And I, uh, I, I said, uh, how should I say, uh, unapologetically, I'm using a gateway, which um, by, prior to buying it, didn't realize that they even still made computers because the last time I heard of gateway was fifth grade. And uh, I have no shame in this. It's a decent laptop. Um, and I was saying that, you know, it's not top tier gaming. It ain't uh, uh, Alienware and it ain't, you know, the top of the line Apple product, what have you. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it does what I need to do. And so um, I was like, yeah, we, we, we got a, it's like upper middle class. And he, he, this, this tickled his fancy. So, so <laughs> all the real estate references and talks about people's impoverishment that you may hear throughout this episode is because of that prior conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you so much for that disclaimer because I would really sound like even more of an asshole without it. <laughs> it's I like you just sound that. like a whore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that impoverished tongue of yours. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, like, damn. That guy Aaron just went from like fucking a monk in the previous episode <laughs> to some terrible person. But now, um, uh, another thing we were talking about is uh, conspiracies to a degree. I know we will, we'll, you know, have conspiracy talking here and there. Uh, a strong conspiracy that I personally believe. Um, and all this is allegedly, so don't try to come to me for some defamation shit because I ain't got lawyers. Uh, but <laughs> if y'all do, I'm sure that episode is probably going to get like a lot of views and shit. So, you know, uh, prematurely uh, free Josh. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will be making shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I believe with my whole chest, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, Sony killed Michael Jackson. Why do I believe these things? Things to uh, pay attention to. Michael owned 51% of Sony. Mm. I did and not so, know that. Okay. And so we're not talking about just, uh, the, the common thing people talk about. Is like, oh, you know, Michael owned the Beatles catalog. Fuck the Beatles. It was so much big. He owned part of the Beatles, Babyface, Beyonce. It was, it was so many records that came out under Sony that he owned and was part owner of what have you because he owned 50 he owned the majority stake in that company and they told him how uh he used to call his friends and all that kind of stuff and with his old nigga voice uh being like uh i forget the cat he was talking to but i saw an interview dude was like man they keep fucking with me they 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 fucking with me like they like they gonna do something (laughs) and and it was because he knew uh that they did not appreciate that he was he was a crazy savvy businessman that that he could own fifty one percent of one of the largest tech and music owners in the world, and so um, Sony's a what Japanese company? I think. I think so. Is Sony a Japanese company? Yeah. 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 Initially. 
uh, initially before it became like public and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but yeah, so that was the first thing. And then what was the dead giveaway was his part of it. These numbers are going to be flubbed, but just throwing the arbitrary number out there. Um, his his catalog made, let's say, like a hundred fifty mil a year. Like hit, like hit, hit, like the uh, um, what what he made off of his ownership was some odd, like hunt, uh, like hundred fifty. Probably, let's just say that I'm sure that's a really low number, but again, these arbitrary numbers because I don't remember. Uh, if his if his shit made 150 million a year, they uh Sony bought back his percentage of the company from the Jackson State for 100, hmm. which makes which makes even less sense. Which says that they mafia mafioso his ass. So I don't want to hear nothing about you know the the black doctor that killed him while he was on the visit tour and all of that kind of no 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 I, i'm sure that was the means sure but that motherfucker got paid off sony did that shit because they wanted they fucking they want they shit back he also was speaking out you know against like uh bs mm-hmm. in the industry before you know right before he passed no doubt Ooh, very true you know what man okay so first off I just want to say, <clears throat> I like your talking points, Josh. Like you, you brought up, you made a statement, and you backed it up with good ideas, right? You backed it up with, and we can't say it's, uh, you backed it up with good ideas. I'm going to say it like that. So I appreciate that. And I also want to say that Amber Heard could probably use you as um, a lawyer. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just want to, I just want to appreciate that. <clears throat> I want to speak on that. Uh, some real upper class shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and two, here's here's a, I guess, slightly related to that. I don't know if it's true. So I wonder if you guys have heard this as well, or perhaps it could be seen as like some mini conspiracy. I had seen clips, um, I think on YouTube, of people saying that he act that Michael Jackson actually owns um, either a large, I think some portion or a large portion of Eminem's material. Um, I don't know if they were just making that up. Say it again. Because it probably came out in the summer. That's the thing. I, I did it. I, I, that's the part that I was trying to actually figure out. And you, I think folks were making it, I think folks were dressing it up to make it more dramatic. And they were saying after he, after he made that, like, just lose it song and he was playing Michael Jackson in the whole video and shit and like being disrespectful um, that, he, that he went out and like bought M's catalog or whatever. <laughs> so I just want to know, do y'all know if there's some truth to that or that could just be a, an, a conspiracy upon a conspiracy? I mean, I, I, I know it is a common practice for people to sell equity in their company for a financial gain. So I don't know who all owns Aftermath. Yo, and Shady was under aftermath. Yeah, true, true. I just didn't know there was like a Sony connection, but there's a lot of things that I don't know. So, it's all. So, yeah, it's yeah. a whole website where where um, music and rights to music is like a stock market thing mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. buy. Right, it's like it's crazy, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know it was that easy. You know, to just you know. I mean, obviously, you got to have money, but right. I didn't know you could just go, oh, let me buy um, <laughs> Eminem, <laughs> Eminem album. But I, I mean, guess you can, because you can buy like the, the royalty contracts or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that for like however long you buy it for down the line, if that, if that song continues to make money, then you'll end up getting the royalty instead of like the actual artist because they sold whatever masters were. I, I don't know all the terms. They're trying to act like okay. NFTs are just new. That's pretty much NFT. That is pretty much <laughs> NFT. <laughs> Yo, that's correct. That is crazy. So it no longer goes to the artist. It goes to the person. What? Well, it, it, it for a long time, it never went to the artist. Beyond, you know, artists not owning their masters, they don't own their distribution, they didn't own their, uh, uh, their publishing. 
like all of those all of those things just it took it took the art away from them and so they would get paid up front because uh record labels and all that kind of stuff knew how much money they were likely slash potentially going to make on back yeah yeah and so that's not that's new true. i can only uh i can only imagine how much that's escalated um in the age of the internet yeah because i feel like it's going back it sounds like with these 360 deals which are not new either it's going back to that where they're getting less and less um ownership you know like the artists <clears throat> well it depends on that because uh and uh working independent is a lot easier yeah. now than it was then but opportunity for growth is a lot more difficult uh with independence than it is with labels it still is yeah yeah like I was, oh, I forget what podcast or whatever I was listening to, but they were saying how like some artists are, some artists are more beneficial from 360 deals than being independent. Mm. That's you know <laughs> mm. how how you structure how you you know do you have that hustle in you or do you would you benefit from your team just doing everything? So it's yeah. like it, I can see that. Yeah, I, I would. I wonder. Yeah, I, that kind of sounds like um, equivalent to okay, not completely, but like similar to somebody wants to work for themselves, like entrepreneurship spirit versus like working for someone mm. like it's a, it's a different level of hustle and and uh, I guess responsibility, you know. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good point, though. Damn. I got title. They pay their artists. Like for real, for real, more than the other streamings. Because the other streamings, like, kind of, kind of, pretty much just jack their money. Yeah, uh, you know, not we we all know who the common uh, streaming services are, but that is a typical thing that they can pay like I don't know a cent, a half a cent on the dollar per play or something like that. Yeah, I wonder how that. I mean, pod podcasts are different, obviously, than like music. But I wonder how those, how else those contracts are different, because like you hear about them giving certain people. Once again, they expect to uh, get their money back plus more, but like a Joe Rogan or something. That's why you could give him a hundred, two hundred million dollars to come to Spotify specifically. Well, um, the whole thing with that is <clears throat> a main reason podcasts can be considered different inside of that is. If your platform is about music streaming, you're not really incentivizing people to uh, come to you unless you get some kind of something that they can't get anywhere else. That was the whole appeal of Rogan. True, true. And with podcasts, uh, unless you have personalized contracts with companies or um, uh, not companies, but partnerships, mm -hmm. um, a lot of podcasts at least that are, you know, on bigger scales, they get that whole affiliate marketing thing where you're like, oh, yeah, let me sell uh, Alpha Brain, Blue Chew, what have you. Uh, and the only way I'm really making money is based on how people come to you over mm -hmm. a period. Yeah. And then if, if I can, if I can assure that, you know, it's like paying for, it's like how companies just pay for commercial time. That's really all it is. Mm hmm. You want you wanted to get in front of people. So if your podcast gets some odd hundreds of thousands of listens and views on YouTube, we ain't gotta pay you for how much money you're gonna make us. We just gotta pay you to to for you to talk about us. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a hefty sum. It's gonna be a hefty sum, Spotify. I mean, when you when I I listen to so many comedian podcasts and um a lot of them talking about like you're not in, they're not incentivized to want to be in movies and all that kind of stuff like hollywood can't control them to a some certain degree anymore because they make so much more money podcasting at this point mm -hmm. that's wonderful man oh cockadoodle do baby that's like my first thought was toucan and that's not what a two. That's not the sound that a two can makes. But anyway, like, I just want to know what. What? Okay, all right. This is random, but the cereal Fruit Loops that was two can Sam, right? Correct. 
Is there ever any, any commercials with Toucan Sam? Did he ever like speak? Oh, there were so many commercials with Toucan Sam. Yeah. Really? Damn, I missed those, man. Yeah, bro. He was like, follow your nose. Yeah. Oh. Follow your nose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I, I guess I was too busy listening to Tony the Tiger, man. <laughs> I was too busy listening to Tony. That's a beak. It's not a nose. But. We'll let that slide. We'll let that slide. Yeah. yeah. Conspiracy, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm sure it was intentional. Some, some conspiracy theory shit right there. Yo, Bird. shout out to um, who the fuck is that? Uh, I do. Uh, I think it's Marcus the Visual. Uh, Will, uh, I'll tell Adam to correct this and post if I'm wrong. Welcome back, listeners. It's been a minute, but the correct IG handle is Mythalica, spelled M Y T H A L L I C A. He uh, is this dude who is an animator, cartoonist on IG, who uh, started designing his own like um, uh, 2D fighter video game based on serial mascots. Oh, that's <laughs> great. <clears throat> Dang, that's what's up. Oh, uh, I'm I'm gonna send I'm gonna send to Adam. Hopefully, we can put some in post. Uh, but he had like Tony the Tiger, Toucan Slam, the uh, Toucan Slam, Toucan Sam, uh, the the like uh, the Lucky Charm Leprechaun, yeah, um, uh, Snap Crackle and Pop, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what was it? Smack? Was that one? Oh, uh, the like it's like a bear, right? For Damn, honey, no, I'm thinking of something different then. I keep going back in, in between, like my lower class, like my lower class lifestyle, and then my middle class lifestyle. <laughs> like it's, it's it's a difference in what we ate. So I'm trying to remember which one was what. What it was, Kab- one. you know, Kaboom was one. We all know what what what, what class Kaboom. Kaboom is in. We already know. I, I think I might I think I might have been a little too privileged for Kaboom because. <laughs> I used to uh, well, one, one of my favorites uh, that I don't even think I could eat anymore because it's that smell of faux maple syrup is just, just <laughs> faux, faux maple syrup. That's great. Uh, um, waffle crisp. I used to yes. fuck up waffle crisp back in the day. Yes, dude. Me too. Oh my god. I think my all-time favorite though was uh, was fruity pebbles. That's like all time right there. Three pebbles? Nah, man, they get soggy too fast. So top Bro. tier. So you, yeah, you just can't put too much milk in. Now you got to put like you got to fill up half the bowl uh, in the milk. So as you're eating, you know. I don't know that life. Immediately, that's one of those cereals you just got to get at it immediately. <laughs> you got to go in with some gusto for sure. You got to <laughs> set a timer. <laughs> yeah, Bro, but then but then you automatically get this flavored milk. That's like it's. It's du- it's double time, it's double it's time too- right there, man. It's too flavored. I can't handle that, bro. You talking like you had COVID or something back then? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm just talking. Hey, man, this weather got my. I'm feeling something in my in my throat, man. It's not. It's not good. That's what she said. <laughs> 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 like that was the only response to Marcus's statement. Was, <laughs> I, was, I was about to actually say something, but I was like, I'm gonna let it rest after that. Dismiss. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's it. Certain certain there's a certain class of comments that I guess just get dismissed versus other ones where all the tension goes. It's like, okay, okay. Um, all right, I do want to take it back to Spotify because there's this new and podcast. I guess it's not really a podcast. It's a uh, it's called Batman Unburied, buried, buried, Batman Unburied, Unburied, Unburied. Um, I go back and forth with that pronunciation, but yeah, um, you, got me, you got me thinking like, what? Which one is it? Right, yeah, that's a word that, like, every time I tell, every time I'll just ask you, but like, yo, what? How, how do you say the word? And I've heard it differently, many a times. Buried. Buried. I think typically I would say Batman. I'm buried. What is this? But, so it is. It's almost like listening to the radio, man. It's it's like a audio. Um, 
it's just audio episodes. So I don't know. Uh, it's like a series. And yeah, I, but- I, I think it's specific to Spotify. Uh, Sorry, what buried what do you, what are they like oh doing? that part i don't like i don't know so far i've listened to maybe like five or six episodes and i'm not quite sure why that has that name like i don't know if it's but what is it about? <laughs> i'm about to oh i'm about to go i'm, I'm about to give you that i'm about to give you that juice man i'm, I'm about to give you that juice i thought no, it's my bad. I thought originally you had asked like who made it. That's why I said Spotify. Mm. Uh, but Mill. yeah, it's it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just a really cool Spotify series, man. And it's like it's dark. It 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 reminds me of the new Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. It's like very dark and, and thematic in that way. Um, but so far, after only having listened, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, of course. But like it's. It's uh, Gordon, who is, you know, obviously cool with Batman. It's mm-hmm. his his daughter is like uncovering secrets and shit. And there's this uh, serial killer going around. So she's trying to uncover these secrets of and make connections between why Batman seems to be gone versus um, like this new serial killer going on in, in so Gotham is, at the moment. <clears throat> Barbara Gordon before she becomes back. I didn't even know she Okay, see, Josh, you bringing up stuff that I didn't like. You're a little deeper into that series, I think, or into the uh, Batman universe. I mean, I'm a comic so, Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's really good. You know, it's like really, really good. Just kind of bringing it back to Spotify because that's something I kind of been listening to lately. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's definitely worth it, yo. And I'm not, I don't, I feel like, is it fair to say those are pretty new? Like these, just these audios. These uh yeah audio series that you can't go on YouTube or somewhere and find actual visual clips and stuff to it. No, I mean you know podcasting before you know it blew up in a visual place was all audio for the most part. Yeah, but it's like uh this is like an this is like just picture watching Batman on TV like well <laughs> you can't because it's, it's without the TV. But uh, I'm just saying not, it's like an audio only. It's not. Like, yeah, it's like an actual series like show. It's not people talking about Batman or anything. Are they like acting out the roles and stuff like that? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so it's like it's like a table read. Yeah, yeah. I could do that, and they like I'm sure they put stuff in the background for like uh, sound effects and shit like that. Or yeah, dog, it just seems super real. Like it, it would. It's essentially it's like if you made the new Robert Pattinson Batman into an actual show, in, into an actual series, just with no visuals. Why specifically that one? Uh, because of the, I just feel like that one had more of a, I guess it's safe to say that Batman to some degree has always been dark because there's always like villains and there's always crime and shit like that that he has to fight. But I feel like this one, I'm a, <laughs> look, man. <laughs> okay. All right. That was not a lower class statement, Josh. All right. That was not a lower this class statement. Like I know you don't like dark. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was heavy. This one's uh, a bit heavier. Yeah. But no, um, uh, I want to be a contrarian right now and go, why do people like this Batman so much? Or Robert Pattinson? Huh? Do they? Yeah. I do. I do. I, I, keep, yeah. I keep hearing people talk about all these great things about it. And I was like, one, it was too long. Two, everyone in there is more is more uh, engaging than him. Yo, Three. why do you think if movies are long these days, they're like special and majestic? Hold on, <laughs> but why do they off? Why do people also think that if they're long, they can't be good, or they're just automatically like you just like you just forget how good it can be, or like that the quality of the movie because it's so long. No, and here's the thing. I, I, I think that's, I'm not that's saying, also a question. That's I'm not saying that. it was bad because it was long. I'm, I I don't mind a three hour movie. My thing is, if you're going to have me there for three hours, then I need to be engaged the whole time, which it didn't do. Yeah, yeah usually, usually why a movie is that long is because it's a lot to fit in the plot, and it's it has to be told and has to be shown. And I, I when I think of, when I think back, uh, like all the 
long movies that I can remember, they're usually pretty good. But yeah, so that was like my statement was revealing more about myself than. <laughs> now you're right though I, it's because like i remember even like like the lord of the rings trilogy is probably my mm. some of my favorite movies of all time and they mm. all were at least three three and a half hours long my i i still remember how my ass felt hey there's a that's what she said i know that's, that's <laughs> that set myself up for that one and i remember towards the very end like the last one which i love I do remember kind of thinking like, man, I wonder, did they have to make this one that long? It was good. But mm -hmm. if I have to ask that question, it's, I didn't ask it in the other two. It's like it said something about the story, I guess. But like, yeah, maybe I mean, I'm missing like, something where I'm just like, did they really have to make this last one that long? Or are they just trying to stretch it? You know? And that's what I'm talking about. It's like if, if you as the director or whatever, um, your job is to make sure that everything that you want me to see and hear are of value. Because um, I remember, um, what was it? Uh, we we were performing somewhere. I think we were out in South Africa, and uh, the the piece we were doing had a record player. And I remember seeing something on on the record player was like weird. And I asked uh, one of my directors, Gary. I was like, Hey, you think anybody's gonna notice something about the record player? And he was like. If someone's looking at it, then I failed as a choreographer. <laughs> because it was something on the record player. What do you mean? It was it was something weird about it. I don't remember what, what it was. Like like there was like a crack or something in there, something like that. Um, like that. Uh and I was like, You think anybody's gonna care about that? And he was like, Yeah, if anybody is looking at that, then I failed as a choreographer because why are they looking at that instead of the dance? <laughs> well, I'm the type of person that would probably see. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. that's hilarious not the dancer but just yeah. because i'm paying attention right and, and, and yeah. i i get that you know <laughs> that's a good point little things can distract you and all that kind of stuff i get how that can be a thing but i got his point of as a director or a creator or what have you i i want you to look at the thing i want you to look at and so, so i'm gonna do everything i can to make sure that that's the thing so definitely after the show don't mention that to him <laughs> you can he'll be like this you'll be like, I'm like <laughs> um and so it, so for me my big thing is like i i like when i like when artists know the statement was made in the most concise way possible and if in 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 if you have more lore and all that kind of stuff that you're trying to add to it, or you're like, oh, this detail is really imperative to go into this, and then you need to make me care about it so that I don't notice that I've been sitting here for three hours. Yo, that's an interesting topic, though, about like, um, like having having dense um, messaging, like just as a person in your everyday life, like. Mm -hmm. Uh, in movies and media, whatever. Uh, um, because I I do I like things that simplify. I like I like people and things that simplify something that was may have previously been considered complex. Mm. Um, but I do like long movies that are really good. Cause yeah, like I just have the patience to <laughs> withstand it to. <laughs> gems, I guess, but uh, it's something to be said about things that are concise and to the point. Like, right, yeah, definitely, I feel that. Yeah, definitely, bro. So I just think it was uh, like Riddler was so much more engaging than Rock Pass. Mm -hmm. uh, if I hear one more person tell me about this alleged on uh on-screen chemistry between Robert Pattinson and uh and Zoe that didn't fucking exist. <laughs> like not it it didn't even kind of exist. It was it was just ashy. Everything about the all the interactions was was just <laughs> ashy like as shit. I gotta see I still gotta see it man. I saw a little parts of it but I feel like my uh I needed to turn the brightness up on my screen. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I meant when I was saying, like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, dark. I, I had to say it really quick. I had to say it really quick. <laughs> I'm heavy. 
But um, that's specifically visual. Yeah, that, I didn't care yeah. about that. That's why I said it. <laughs> but I kind of liked it. I like I like that. I I thought that was a different take on it, and um, it, it kind of like to Josh's point, and like he wasn't as engaging. I agree, but I think that kind of went along with the visuals of the movie. Like he he to me, I understood him to be in like a mourning or depressed state. Maybe not depressed is too strong, but like some sort of a mourning dark place. With, uh, or you know, with it. Uh, to be like within himself in that space. So I, it made sense why he might be less engaging and kind of, he got pulled out a little bit here and there, but I thought yeah. overall he was in that state before, you know, as the movie went along towards the end, it kind of changed a bit, but especially in the beginning. I get that take. Yeah. But like I, it made I, sense with the visuals too. I always consider like uh, um, Batman to be like a, uh, an ultimate professional and i uh like he's always he's always he's like the great detective so then i saw a few clips and he was like asking he he wasn't like knowing stuff he was like i don't know he he just didn't seem on top of his shit like <laughs> what well, that, well, that, that, that was i it ain't even that marco and i'm not trying to spoil the movie for you or nothing like that but the, uh, he, this is supposed to be his greatest depiction of his, you know, detective side, right? And uh, that 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 that's that's the big thing about the difference between this Batman and previous Batman is like this was supposed to focus on him being a detective. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, um, because he's supposed to be like one of the best detectives and all that kind of stuff. But in this, every riddle except for like the very last one, he figured out so easily. There was no, it wasn't like any contemplation, like, okay, well, let's, Alfred did the fucking deciphering of the, the of the, whatever coded language it was, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And then he, every time it's like, uh, uh, this is the riddle, da, 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 Two seconds, he figured out the whole riddle. Every cop in the city is stuffed. He didn't have any kind of like, oh, well, maybe it's, no, he just knew. <laughs> he like, I studied yeah. daily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, the, the, I don't know. I it just, um, and uh, I even saw somebody point out a thing that I thought was funny. Um, anytime a, anytime a crisis was happening, you see the bat signal come up, and he's not dressed yet. They they were like, oh, Batman sees the signal, and he runs to the bathroom and puts on his black makeup so that he can go. <laughs> Put on his uh, costume. And you're like, yeah, that 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 has to be what happens because his mask does not cover. His mask is like this. Like it it it, it leaves his whole eye open that he has to now go apply black makeup to. <laughs> Man, I always hated that. Like in some of the Batman costumes, how they gotta paint black around his eye. Yeah, I don't know like, why. I don't like that. But stuff like that has always just confused me. Like um, on Flash, uh, when they had uh, Mister Terrific on there, his his regular everyday he had an afro, but when he would get dressed to be Mister Terrific, he had straight backs. And I was like, who the fuck just braided his hair <laughs> to get ready to go fight crime? That's not a definitely a superpower right there. Yeah, but he doesn't have like powers. A, like a high a uh, high class assistant. Maybe. <laughs> I was like, yo, class assistant right there. Y'all just found out like a bank is being robbed. He's like, I, right, I'll be there in like hour and a half. I gotta get my hair braided real quick. Like, who's, like who's doing this hair? The sister come out real quick. That's the <laughs> get you right. Let me just find somebody with soul, with some soul in them anywhere in the city. <laughs> That's my detection. <laughs> Grab somebody on the street. I gotta braid my hair first. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, man. So, I guess moral moral of my my story is, I think this new show, um, this new like audio series show, is actually pretty good. Yeah. So it's, it's it's worth the shot for sure. Is it their story or is this story like part of the Batman canon of like DC? Uh, I think this is their story. I'm, I just know that it says like uh, only on Spotify or something like that. So it might be like uh, specific to them, but I mean, you know, like you're gonna, you're still 
it's episode five and you're still running into similar themes like certain people like gordon and all them are, are mm-hmm. still a thing. i just wonder if it's uh if it's fan, if it's fan fiction or sanctioned by dc oh that i don't that's a good question that i don't know um, um yeah but speaking of um and um in that in that realm, if we just gonna be plugging stuff, um, mm-hmm. just because why not? You know, it's all there. Um, uh, there is a shit. What is it called? Uh, Lavar Burton's podcast does something similar to that, where he just reads his like he he reads his favorite short stories. Uh, Lavar Burton reads is what's called. Mm. He back to the he back to reading. Okay. And it's a it's it's got 150 episodes out, so um, it's been going for a little while now. Um, so that's one where you like if you like storytelling, uh, and it's just him, yeah, yeah. Uh, the always advocate for uh, risk, which is a storytelling podcast. So that's more like open mic storytelling mm-hmm. or pe- people who submit and all that kind of stuff. But um, the other one. I just discovered uh, this one called uh, I Hear Voices, which is uh, Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano, uh, i.e. Uh, Eric from Boy Meets World and the sister from Even Stevens. Got you. Wow. I wondered what happened with the sister from Even Stevens, man. Like I, like, I, I had always wondered. I mean, for years, like maybe I just didn't recognize her in certain things or... Well, I didn't really hear about her, but I wonder because you you uh, always heard about Shia LaBeouf over there. Right. Apparently, both of them um, uh, got really heavy into voice acting after the Disney days, and mm-hmm. still including the Disney days because you know both. Of, I don't know if you know this, but uh, both of them were the main voices on Kim Possible. I did not know that. Damn. So, okay. yeah, she was Kim Possible. He was Ron. Got you. Yeah, the uh, naked mole rat. No, no, no. No, no. That's that's a uh, Rufus. Rufus, there we go. There we go. Uh, that was Ron's pet. The, the gotcha. gotcha. Um, but uh, they both did a whole bunch of shit. Like um, the the one that uh, that stuck out to me most was uh, he was the voice of Terry McGinnis on Batman Beyond. As we're talking about Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both have done a bunch of shit since uh, Kim Possible. And they have this podcast where they bring on other voice actors to talk about this VO world. Mm-hmm. Um most recent episode I listened to was uh Phil Lamar, who's one of the goats. Uh he's like uh, what do you say? I said he the legend, man. Yeah, he's definitely a legend from the Mad TV days, but uh he did Samurai Jack and a bunch oh. of Damn, Samurai Jack. Dude, I wouldn't mind listening. I wouldn't mind like having a Samurai Jack series where it's like the same thing, same thing as this Batman series I'm talking about. Where like you hear everything as if mm-hmm. you're watching it. it. I just it's something about the imagination of just hearing it. Like it reminds me of like that how they listen to. I'm sure in the way back when they listened to like well, all they had was radio, so they had to use their imagination or something. Mm-hmm. It's like that's you know, exactly it's not, it, where I from. Yeah. 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 to sit on the radio and just listen to stories. Oh yeah, and that's kind of that was one of the big things that actually intrigued me about this new Batman series is that that right there just. Just the imagination aspect of it was really cool, man. <clears throat> or is really cool. Mm-hmm. Told me they used to do that. I used to I used to see it in movies, like they listening, they listening to a boxing match. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I know dude gotta be excellent at describing it, but yes. yeah. Don't know how you could <laughs> John Lee knows on the right jab. That's on the right jab. He could also like those dudes, I'm sure went on to be auctioneers as well. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, they'll be so... no, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. It's all good. I was gonna say they would be so confused, like calling a basketball game in this era, like the, the uh commentators from there, like <laughs> <laughs> he throws it up. He does this thing. What I've never seen this. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's referring back to his notes. Tomahawk jam. Is that what this is? Yeah. Snazzy dribbling. <laughs> it's nasty dribbling. Yeah. And you, you can only hope that based on based on those cats back in the day, you know, you you probably gonna get one 
And oh my goodness, there's so many niggers that are just doing so well now. This, uh, oh, the jigaboo crosses the other. <laughs> the Negro just easily lays it in. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but look at that Luca Doncic. Yeah. That's a real player right there. Luca's doing. Luca's a just an exemplary gentleman. I guess it's uh he is though, but I guess yeah, it's is, um it's, <laughs> I guess it's not only the uh, jerseys that are dark these days. The whole <laughs> league seems to be pretty dark. <laughs> Jerry West. <laughs> yeah. Now here, now, now that's a player I can get behind. Jerry West. <laughs> Have you seen the logo? All white. <laughs> <laughs> The magnificent Pistol Pete is back again. <laughs> Yo, uh, somebody brought that shit up. I'm like, um, uh, you know how there's always that like uh, underlining kind of racism thing with um black leaders on sports teams, as far as like um with black quarterbacks or black point guards, because if uh they know it's a co- uh, correlation between uh white folks, uh white play, white NBA players, and passing. Mm. Oh, like, 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 I like specific to like a pistol. Pete was known for like, like assists and shit. Yeah, like with pistol Pete, like uh, Pete, uh, uh that's Pete Maravich, same person. Uh, Steve Nash, uh, what's his name from the uh, Jerry Burr, uh, from the Jazz, John Stockton, John Stockton. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like these cats were like, they get to be the upper echelon of passing. They've gotten whole MVPs in the league on passing. Mm. Mm. I, 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 I kind of agree with that, but I think the I think the main uh, stereotype has been like they can shoot better than anyone. But all of them, the passing, all of them stereotypes are done in basketball. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna kind of piggyback on that one, Marco. Like that's the one that I even I really I, I even remember growing up. Just like with that idea that like the white players could shoot, like started out shooting three, like they started out at the three point line and then worked their way up, as opposed to like a, a black player. And this is obviously not everybody, but like you'd be you more likely to be like, oh, that person did some crazy dunk on somebody, as opposed mm-hmm. to like is a really good three point shooter, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think all of that is kind of changed. And um, I mean, you have LeBron James, who's I mean, the game for, is completely. Be, don't want to have being really good at assists, you know. Yeah, no, the game is completely flipped at this point because everybody named Mama on the court shoots threes more than yeah. anybody drives from the uh, half court. From the half court, right? Yeah, I saw. I saw Luca. Speaking of Luca, I saw Luca do a step back when he wasn't even near the three point line, and I was hey. like, <laughs> "Him and <Gary laughs> anywhere on the floor." Dame Lillard, some of the people who just. Mm. Anywhere, I got a take on on Luca though. I feel like his he's going to decline pretty quickly, and I say that because his style is not is is not based on athleticism. But usually, when players are like in their lower twenties, mm-hmm. is it is that. It is some type of piece of that. But um he's shaped like a like a corn dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's kind of the hilarious thing about Luca. It's like he's never been in shape. Like he's been out of shape the whole time. Yeah, he was up to camp out of shape. And look at James Harden. Like he's what? He's like uh 34, maybe, or something like that. Mm. And and he's showing his decline, but Luca, man, he better he better get it together, man. You can score forty, you can score forty, being deceptive like he does, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't see how he's going to maintain this level. I I don't know. I don't know that he will necessarily maintain this kind of. He he's he's good. He's good. He is, but it's 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 so. Interesting because I'm like he's big, he's kind of slow, 
Yeah, he's slow. <laughs> and so I'm like, he's just so crafty. Right. Um, I got a random question on basketball, um, like specific to our early days. Uh, what what were each of us? I mean, I, I can say I can ask this question because we know enough of each. Uh, we know enough of one another over these two decades plus. What was each of our like main move? Like Jordan had that fadeaway, right? Like it just you know, like I'm I'm sure we all had that one like that one move that you can expect from you know from us or whatever. Like I, I was thinking about it. And uh, I want to say I had some. Um, I want to say I was great at all of it. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 man. I I know at one point I had a pretty good jumper, but I I remember specifically like at one point like practicing like working on like almost like a fadeaway. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it was a bit more like a fadeaway to be more concise, but but like off balance in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say, I want to say, what's up? I said you had a fadeaway package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had that round trip. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I want to say Josh was known for a hook to some degree, right? Nah, I, I was, I was big on unconventional uh, off balance. Like I, okay. I, I never shot any kind of conventional way unless it was like maybe from a three or something like that. But it was most of the time I was like I feel like Josh had a uh had a finger roll uh layup <laughs> package. <laughs> maybe that's what I'm thinking. I, yeah, like I mistake I mistook that for like a hook, but uh nah. it was always something because I knew I, I I knew I've had air time. So I was always trying to do too much in the air and throw it up in some bullshit way. <laughs> Marco, what about yourself, man? I'm trying to Mark, remember. Marco had, Marco had the range. I I remember Marco had range. I, I mean, like, even with a football, he had range. Like that, yeah, that man could throw. I'm saying it like I'm not staring at you, man. That man, that man, yo. I feel like I had, I had like a, a stop and go pull up mm. jumper, maybe. Oh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, drop that shoulder, pull it back. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's just uh I just remember I was remembering those moments, man, and like particularly my highlights. I particularly <laughs> like to remember those. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Some highlights in the gym, man. Yeah, dude. And and, and just like clutch shots. Just like yeah, just like <laughs> other people we saw, you know, that we played with and you get to know them and you get and you kind of get to know their moves and shit and like what they're known for at the mm-hmm. in the streets or on the you know at the park. It's like, yo, that's that man with that, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mess up with sometimes. Man. I I used to at least get like a week or so of it in when I would go to Wyoming just because um because it was more accessible. Out here, the most expensive gyms are the ones that have basketball courts in them. Um and I, I can't play outside because my knees can't take my knees can't take that concrete anymore. Yeah, you're right. We need to get into the game though with the basketball and bring that back. I mean, it'd be fun. The other side of this is because of Chicago, uh uh niggas are too serious about that shit. I'd say say no more. I was about to say, <laughs> definitely yeah. Yeah. And I was like, definitely I, I, I don't care enough for the for the like broken NBA dreams of all these motherfuckers out there. <laughs> You ain't trying to risk life. You ain't trying. To- <laughs> <laughs> I need. I need my body to work tomorrow. Like this is my bread and butter. And so the way y'all, no, nah, I just, I, I just like you. You ain't. You never had a chance to make it into the league. I need you to get that you did. You have a chance yeah. to make it to the G League. Yeah, man. These yo, these dudes <laughs> just sound like a bunch of rappers that never made it. You know. Oh yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I remember I was at. Uh, at Josh old apartment <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh they had like a, a court back out there and I was like I'm about to go play some basketball I went out there I, I believe you you like advised against it <laughs> what uh this is uh, when we were on the south side or Halstead in division or when you was at Halstead oh I don't remember this yeah, yeah. I was over there I, f- I feel like you went somewhere you had to go mm. some and I had uh, I just went to play basketball, but 
felt like it was almost that, but I had like kind of, it, it wasn't as intense, but I felt mm-hmm. like it was getting there. But And that's what I'm saying, man. It's going to be one at least one motherfucker that shows up and it's going to have to change. It's going to change the energy of the whole space. Everybody was playing around. Like, man, these niggas are sorry. Sorry, ass motherfucker. Like, <laughs> just stop. Stop. <laughs> man, that's how I still feel like I, I mean, I'm not aggressive in this. I got, I'm not aggressive in the sense of like shitting on other people and like blaming everyone. I'm talking about mm-hmm. like more so like I, I feel like when I play football now, I'm still doing unnecessary dives. Like I'm still doing it for ESPN. <laughs> I'm still doing it for those highlights, you know, way more than my body can handle, man. Now, see, that that I'm fine with. You know, you just want to be doing stuff because that's the way you play. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, even in Wyoming, uh, you know, they're. That it was a big ass gym, so it was always like several courts that you could play full court on. So there'd be like some courts where it's just cats that, that are just playing. There's like that mid tier or middle class uh, yeah. uh, court <laughs> with motherfuckers who are like decent, but you know, they don't take themselves too seriously, but they kind of serious. And then there's that one court that's full of all the uh, D2 because they, they got a D2 school out there. And it's those motherfuckers that are just, they're off for the day. So they just came over here to play around. And then like, man, these niggas don't even know how to play. And I'm like, you, no, no, we don't. Why Why the fuck did you come here expecting that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is the only question. That is the only question. Why did you come here expecting <laughs> that, man? That's why to say, hey, we the kings of basketball around here. But they probably wouldn't be that dope if they, if they just, if we like grabbed like a few guys off the street, <laughs> yeah, from um, Chicago or Indiana, it's like nope. It was like, it's like, <laughs> I, like they're real motherfuckers on the street. I'm not gonna act like they ain't. Uh, you know, we all know, you know, there's some motherfuckers that are better than Jordan. You know, were better than Jordan that didn't make it. Got dang it, they chance. But you, uh, uh, Jeffrey, I don't know, Jeffrey King. That's a that's a D three scholarship student. Stop it! What are you doing? Yeah, you don't get to stand on a pedestal. <laughs> it's a self-esteem boost, I guess, for them when they go in. You know, like, like they're looking for those type of arenas. My nigga, you can masturbate on your own time. This is a public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be the title too. <laughs> <laughs> MF, or you can masturbate on your own time. Yeah, that's good. that's good. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Though I, I like I said, I ain't played. I ain't played at this point now in years. I ain't shot. I ain't held a basketball in years. I left shot one. Uh, man, me either, man. Me either. Um, I wouldn't mind it though. I wouldn't mind if like we got our podcast and we went against another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'd be kind of uh, cool. Oh yeah! Uh, shout out to what's his face, uh, um, Wax. Motherfucker that catches his own shit. Um, uh, he he's hosting a podcast, Paintball War. Mm. Something I have never done before. Never gone paintballing. Me either. We gotta do that. Yeah, we definitely gotta do that. We do, but man, yeah, I'm gonna have to just suck it up and deal with a couple of bruises. You know. I'm gonna have to suck it up and deal with a couple of bruises, man. Yeah, I guess it, I mean and I, I I know they have armor and shit, so. Yeah. And then you get to go home and be like, uh, you know, sing Battle Scar from Natalie. It's Battle Scar. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. I mean, I'd rather rap uh, Superstar, but yeah, I'll deal with that. Oh, uh, I'm not claiming, I'm not saying like it's a good song. It just, it would work. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'd rather, I, I rather come out victorious. <laughs> you know Do that too. <laughs> Like, hey, baby, I just got home from war. Yeah. So, I know you've been waiting since 10 to see the lights get dim. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're supposed, you're supposed to meet me at the door with, you know, some pussy and a hot meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He going to give her that line. You should see how the other guy looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, it's a lot of them activities. Uh, uh, we they got the real um real go karts out here, the ones that get to like thirty forty. Mm, mm, you don't want to do that again. I ain't done that in a while. I don't know uh, that I've uh, 
done. I don't know that I've been in a go-kart where I was allowed to be that reckless. I, I, I would love to. Oh, yeah. Them real, them real, like, you got to wear a helmet. You got to, mm. like, sign a waiver. Because yeah. I've been in, like, bumper cars with they got really aggressive, but that's it. Nah. It's, like, real tracks. Uh, How big? Are they, like, pretty big tracks? Uh, They're big enough. I most of the time they're indoor, so they're not they're not gonna be like huge, huge, but they usually have about seven or eight turns on them. And motherfuckers that are recklessly cutting you off to win this pointless race. <laughs> uh but like that, I um I wanna go axe throwing again. That shit is so fucking fun. Yeah, I've done that before. I think it like a Renaissance fair or something. Did y'all ever go to the Renaissance Fair in Indiana? I'm nah. sure I, don't I don't know what other states have them. I, th- I think there's one in Georgia I've heard of, but I'm sure I'm there. sure it's relatively common. But no, nah, I'm not. I didn't even know there was one near us. That and like um, bow shooting hmm. is uh, pretty I, dope. I do want to learn how to do that too. What do you say, Marco? Yeah. I always think of um, y'all watch the Eric Andre show, or I have ever. I have. I have, but not in any real way. So I love I love Eric Andre, man. He's hilarious. But every <laughs> time um, somebody speak on the Renaissance Fair, I think of this skit he did, did <laughs> where he was um, like pretty much um, crashing the Renaissance Fair, like as a runaway slave. But <laughs> 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 he had some dude chasing him, and he was like running away and like. <laughs> Oh, that's great, bro. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, that is great. I almost (laughs) wish. Damn. Yeah, that's good. I wish we could, like, insert a clip. I guess Adam could do that. Be hilarious. Maybe. I don't know if we get flagged for that. Yeah, I was thinking. I don't don't know. At this point, who the fuck knows? I mean, we like the the YouTube is monetized. Hey, pause this episode and go to that. If you make deep into the episode, that's your reward. Mm. True. Mm. Mm. I can't. That's I can't necessarily say. Uh, I got nothing against Eric Andre. I can't necessarily say I'm a, uh, I'm a fan, but um, I was surprised. I pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed that uh, the movie was it, uh, Bad Trip with him and uh, Hannibal. Yeah, I've been yeah. for a while now. Say <laughs> it again. I said I still haven't seen it. I've been meaning to watch that. It's 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 surprisingly funny. Uh for me, surprisingly funny. I only thing that it, it, it somewhat asks you to suspend belief because I refuse to believe that in the places that they went and they're interacting with all these allegedly unknowing people, no one recognized Tiffany Haddish. And I just find that incredibly difficult to believe. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I agree because I saw the movie too. It was really funny, man. That yeah, it was. happened like throughout most of the movie. But you're right. That's a very good point. Like that was the one question I had. It was like, all right, so no one recognized them. Like, like I wanted to know a little bit more of the behind the scenes. You know, like there were no contracts. No, like what? Right. Because I'm like, he didn't put on any special makeup. She just had like her lesbian straight backs, and she talked like herself. So I'm I, like, no one went. I think there are <laughs> parts of this country where Tiffany Haddish is not known. Not in black communities. Right. And I don't I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really yeah. think. If they, they went to like a Waffle House, I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> also, they probably would not use the footage from if somebody noticed them. But those are my two bailouts. But I don't think uh you probably right. right. You're probably right. It's they some people were probably like in it. And that was well, my I, assumption too. I'm like, maybe like maybe it happened and they were able to just contain it or cut it out and still make it a cohesive story. Yeah. Um, I would imagine if something crazy is happening, they would probably like have to like address the situation before they say, Oh, you're you know, blah blah right. blah. Yeah, and all those things. I, like, I know they got to get consent from these places before you, like, ruin some property and all of that kind of stuff. A lot of property was ruined. That's for sure. That is true. Yeah. But, yeah. Check I, it out, Marco. It, yeah. it is a good time. Uh, yeah. I think they definitely had to... Uh, I think we had heard they cut 
they cut several things out because certain situations did get a little more extreme than they had planned for. So they had to cut some shit out for sure. Because it is one of the things when you fuck with when you fuck with regular civilians, you don't know how they're gonna react. Yeah. You hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. It, could be some, it could be some real low class reaction, man. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Got some stories of near life, <laughs> near death. <laughs> near life experience. Near life experience. <laughs> My life is almost extended. Uh. <laughs> hey, but about Eric Andre though, man, he he actually is like beyond the 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 uh, like antics and weird stuff. He is like a comedic genius, and maybe just a genius in general. Just mm. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. He he. I think I think that in his brand of comedy, he is top tier. Um, because I watched his stand up special too, and I was like, "Meh." Yeah, his. I mean, I don't like him based off of that. That <laughs> I don't like. I mean, I seen his stand up, but that's not. I think I I I appreciate his his uh his sketch comedy the most. Yeah, and just. Honestly, him being like out of character and just talking as a regular person, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just I just like dude. He's 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 entertaining. Oh, and that and that thing too. Like well, you know, uh, we could talk. We'll end up talking about this on another episode. But he's another example of somebody who is clearly on medications and depressed and anxious and all of that kind of stuff. Like he clearly has his issues that he's vocal about. And if you were to actually hang out with him, you're like. Oh, you're a really cool dude, but your avenue of income has just become with has come with kind of being a asshole to people's like general comfort. Yeah, it's not malicious. It's it's just uh, in disregard. That's a, good way to, that's a think, pretty good way to say it. Yeah, that's a good way to sum it up. I think. Yeah. I look at I look at Eric Andre as more of a like he's parodying he's par- how you say this word parodying parodying he's making parody of yeah. <laughs> that's easier to say he's making parody of work concise yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um how I want to say serious or like um just pre-programmed um behavior mm. reading that that's exactly I, I, I just love yeah. that yeah no, i i agree like that that right there like that alone is what attracts me to him for sure and that's another that's what he's, he's like, <laughs> like tracy morgan level stuff of randomness mm, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, which i also love <laughs> man don't even bring up the god man don't bring up the god tracy <laughs> And, 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 and like I said, that brand of comedy, because like you look at him, you look at like a Sasha Baron Cohen and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think I enjoy what Eric's is because he's kind of just being disgusting to kind of dismantle whatever your general comfort is. I don't particularly care for Sasha Baron Cohen because it's usually at the expense of those people to make them look stupid and all that kind of stuff as if you're standing on some kind of pedestal. And, uh, and Trace, huh? And I feel like he kind of exaggerates the, the, um, like the truth part about it. About mm-hmm. the, like he exaggerates that to where people have to react. But I guess that's what they all do. But it's like, yeah. Um, I think it moves beyond truth. Uh, in his case, like. Mm. So what if, you're saying is Sa- Sasha Baron Cohen. Is one of those guys whose movie would be whose movie would, would be way too fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> His movie would be way. It's like, bro, all right, man, come on, we got it. I mean, because of his thing, like with him, I don't particularly care for like the Brunos and all that kind of stuff. I think he's had some great hitters, like tell him, him, him and Tell the Nigga Nights is amazing. Ali G, man, yeah, that's the that's Ali, the Ali G was a hit or miss for me, uh, but. I, I think he has some hits, and I think he has some hardcore misses that get way too much play. But just personal thing. We're going to wrap it up there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so thank y'all for joining us in another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. Hope y'all like tuning in. Uh, please write us, informallyhonestpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us on any social media and informally honest. Uh, and by all means, uh, we hope to hear from you. We want to talk about the things you want to talk about. And, you know, if you, uh, you can like, share, subscribe. You can uh, sponsor us on Anchor. Uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And we appreciate any kind of involvement that y'all want to have with us. We, we, uh, we're going to be working on growing. We got one more. And then we're going to go on break to do some, some heavy lifting and improve. And so we appreciate everybody that's been riding with us. Really, really do, y'all. Uh, and by all means, tell a friend. What'd you say, Marco? Send us pesos. Pesos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all got any last words? Final thoughts. It would be funny if you had some like tequila in your hand when you said that. <laughs> um, man, Josh, you said it so well, bro. Um, thank you for listening, of course. And, uh, Thank you for any and every engagement, any and every way you guys have engaged with us. We appreciate it. And we're going to come back bigger and better per usual in the next season. Mm-hmm. Bars. <laughs> going to be some real high-class shit next season. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, every conversation that you have, every connection that you make, and every single bond that you cherish we encourage we empower and we employ you always keep it vulnerable always keep it forthright and most of all keep it motherfucking on peace peace thanks for listening without shedding a tear for my brother I really want to try for my brother Cause I truly do feel for my brother